and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Lord, you're always for us and you're never against us. We thank you that you are a good God, a God who's near. You are one who cares for us every single day. And even right now, we lift up to you those who are sick. I pray, God, that you would touch them, heal them today, whatever they're going through right now. I also pray, God, for those who are financially in need. I pray, God, for a breakthrough for them. May you constantly provide abundantly for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You know, when you talk about um, silence, it can be natural for some, but it can actually bring discomfort to others. And there are some people who can handle silence, but there are those who are a bit fidgety, you know, when there's no noise around them. I'm not sure if you're one of those who are comfortable uh, in silence. You know, I like personally, I like it noisy. You know, I, I like it when I'm reading, uh, there's a little bit of noise or maybe some music. Uh, happening at the background. For example, when you and your spouse are in an argument, and I'm pretty sure that those of us who are married can relate to this, some don't like the silent treatment. Me, personally, I don't like the silent treatment. Uh, You'd rather talk about the issue and settle things squarely. Uh, Being silent can actually bring an unsettling and uncomfortable feeling, especially when you talk about relationships. You won't know how to move forward because you just want to find out, are we okay? You know, can we settle this? You know, but of course, sometimes we need space. Maybe your spouse would like to think about things before you sit down and talk. And in another example, for example, when you are listening to a preacher and suddenly he becomes silent. Like that. You wonder what's happening. Did he forget the sermon? Is he feeling okay? You're wondering, why did he stop in the middle of the preaching, even just for a few seconds? It gives us a bit of a discomfort because we want to know what's going on. And for example, when you're driving and you turn on Waze or maybe Google Maps and suddenly it stops communicating to you and all you see is a spinning wheel or a circle, you were wondering, you know, am I lost? You know, I'm still in the right direction. You know, it can bring a scare or a panic, especially if we're not familiar with the road. I'd rather have road signs and tell me which direction to take at that point. And you know, in our life journey, sometimes we feel that God is silent. It would seem that He is not paying attention to what we're going through. Have you ever felt that? You know, maybe we're tempted to think that maybe God has left us, or maybe God does not care for us, or maybe... God is not interested in answering our prayer. Uh, Sometimes we can go through life and, you know, we're asking for a particular situation, for an answer to a situation, and yet there's no answer that's being heard or, or being offered to us at that particular time. In our scripture today, in Psalm chapter 74, the psalmist was also verbalizing his thoughts to God. And You know, this particular psalm is actually a psalm of lament. And I'd like to just read, first of all, uh, the first three uh, verses of Psalm chapter 74. O God, why do you cast us off forever? 
Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Direct your steps to the perpetual ruins. The enemy has destroyed everything in the sanctuary. And then we jump to verse 10. How long, O God, is the foe to scoff? Is the enemy to revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? And you know, when you talk about the right hand, when you read that in Scripture, right hand normally refers to the power and the strength of God. And what the psalmist is saying is, Lord, don't withhold your power. Don't withhold your salvation. Don't withhold your provision. Why are you withholding this, uh, your right hand, in this situation? And I believe that we can relate with that. You know, the, the nation of Israel experienced one of the most devastating events in their history as a nation during this time when the, when the psalmist was writing this. It was because of their sin and their rebellion that God allowed the Babylonians, as, uh, you know, under the king uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, to take the capital city of Jerusalem. They basically tore down the walls, they ravaged the city, they destroyed the temple, and then they burned the city. It was a significant loss for the nation of Israel. Because, you know, for the nation of Israel, the temple was built as a dwelling place for God. And, you know, for those of us who are familiar with the story of Solomon, when he uh, built the temple, and when he dedicated the temple, the presence of God was there. That place represented the dwelling place and the presence of God. And now the psalmist is saying, now it was destroyed by the enemy. The city was in ruins. And this was the setting in Psalm chapter 74. You know, Psalm 74, as I say, it's a song of lament, as a psalm of lament. The psalmist is crying out to God and he was pleading with him to remember his people, Israel. And I believe we can relate with the psalmist. Sometimes we find ourselves in the midst of ruins. We feel that our world is upside down. Now, how are you today? What are you feeling? You know, sometimes if a situation is too overwhelming, we feel that there's no uh, answer or there's, there's no hope inside. We feel that uh, the world is just in shambles. It's, it's upside down. We may even feel that God has cast us off, you know, just like what he was saying in verse, verse 1. Now, I have three quick thoughts in this particular chapter 74 of the book of Psalm. And, you know, my question for us today is, how do we pray in times like these when we feel that God seems to be far away or silent? And I'm pretty sure that many of us, me included, sometimes I actually wonder, Lord, when is your answer going to come? You know, my situation is still the same. I'm still sick or, you know, I'm still, my, my business is still not doing well or my marriage is somehow going south or my relationship with a friend is not doing better or, you know, you can fill in the blanks. Sometimes we're asking God and we're praying for the same types of, you know, situation. And it seems like God has not been answering our prayers. First thing is we need to still go back to God and make a request. Go back to God, go to God, and still continue to make that request. 
Don't ever be tempted to run from God, but take this opportunity to run to God even more. You know, the psalmist began by making a plea before God. And a plea is an appeal or a request. It's a pleading before God. It's more than just a please. Have you ever asked for someone, maybe for a favor, you know, asking, please, you know, help me with this. You know, you're pleading your case. It's kind of like a friend asking another friend, you know, uh, when, when Jesus was talking about this parable in Luke chapter 11, he was talking about a friend who has a guest at night. And so he kind of like was surprised that this guest was coming. So he went to another friend, uh, basically asking for a favor. In Luke chapter 11, it says, I tell you, even though he will not get up, this friend that he was asking favor from, because it's late at night and that friend is sleeping already, even if he would not plan to get up, but because you, you know, to give you bread at night, but because of the friendship, and because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. You know, parang, you know, this is what, because of your kulet, okay? Because of your plea, because of your, you know, uh, constant uh, asking, you know, that particular friend would rise up and say, get as much bread as you want. In verse 9, it says, it's a very familiar verse, so I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. And my encouragement for us this morning is this. Just keep on asking. Just keep on seeking. And just keep on knocking. God is not deaf. He has a good listening ear. But take this time of waiting as a way of God developing your patience and your faith. Because there may be times when you are feeling like that. You may be going through a time where God is silent, just like maybe right now. But just like the psalmist in this passage, you must remember that God is faithful in the past. Remember what God has done for you in the past, both for you and even for others. And this brings me to my second point. Remember God's faithfulness in the past. And this is where the psalmist continued on. And we'll just go ahead and jump to verse uh, 12 in Psalm 74. It says, Yet my God is from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea with your might, and you broke the heads of the sea monsters on the waters. There was a sudden shift in the tone of the psalm. While the psalmist was, you know, has emphasized the devastating nature of the situation, you know, he was talking about the temple being broken. He was talking about, Lord, remember this, you know, why are you silent? Why are you holding off your, your right hand? You know, despite the seeming silence of God, the psalmist remained confident in who God is and his power to intervene. He took the time to recount God's sovereignty and his power, and his past acts of salvation. And I believe that you and I can actually look back in this time of waiting, maybe in your time of waiting for uh, answers to your prayer. You can look back and see how God has been faithful to you and to me in the past, how God has provided for us, how he has protected us, 
how He has healed us, how He has restored our relationships, and how He has saved us. You know, the reality is He has not left you. He may be silent, but He is still by your side. Jesus said He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I'd like for you to take comfort in that. God is not far. God is near. God is right there beside us. Even if sometimes He may seem silent, I feel that God is just waiting for the opportune time. And this brings me to my last point. Trust in God no matter what. It's a very familiar truth and principle for us. And in verse uh, 15 and 17, if I may read it, you split open springs and brooks. You dried up ever-flowing streams. Yours is the day, yours also the night. You have established the heavenly lights and the sun. You have fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. And the psalmist's confidence in God is further revealed as he recounts on God's sovereignty and power in creation. He was talking about summer and winter. He's talking about the boundary lines of the streams. He was talking about the heavenly lights and the sun. You know, I believe that if you would just look around you in the creation, you would be reminded that God created all things and that He's also in control of all things. His prayers, the psalmist, is still God-centered and not about Himself. And I believe that in the same way, God is in control of your situation and my situation as well. He may be silent now, but He is also waiting for the perfect and opportune time to come for His power to be revealed and to be seen. As God has been faithful in the past, He will continue to remain faithful today and tomorrow. You know, when you're in trouble and your prayer seems to be unanswered, let me just tell you this. Just continue to trust in God. Your breakthrough is coming. And some of you may need to hear that today. Your breakthrough is coming. Don't give up. Just keep on waiting. Just keep on seeking. Just keep on asking. Just keep on knocking. And I believe that, you know, your breakthrough, His answers to your prayers will come. Why don't we just take this time once again to worship and just thank the Lord from our hearts for His glorious deeds and His faithfulness to us. Jesus, Jesus, you're the
Father, thank you so much that through faith and patience, we will receive what you have promised. I pray that we will not give up. I pray that we will continue to just put our trust and faith in you. Lord, teach us to trust in you even in the midst of uncertainties around us, even in the seemings, seeming uh, silence. Uh, Lord, we feel that maybe you're, you don't hear, but I pray, God, that you would allow us to increase our faith. Lord, increase our faith during this time. I also thank you, Lord, that you have been faithful to us in the past. And Lord, may we remember your power. May we remember how you provided for us. May we remember how you have healed us. May we remember how you have been faithful to us. And I ask, Lord God, that you would encourage your people today, even as we continue to pray and as we have studied this particular chapter in Psalm, Lord, it's a good reminder for us that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you, Lord God, that you have always been faithful and you will continue to be faithful to us. And may you continue to bless your people today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. May the love of our Heavenly Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope to see you once again next time in our morning worship and prayer. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, Follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.